getting uh used to this this zoom call stuff because usually yeah <laughs> usually it doesn't work for me for some reason but it's working i'm here <laughs> i did it yeah man glad you're here have you been have you been doing these a lot since uh uh quarantine and stuff the pandemic started a whole year's boys yeah every <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually i've been doing it been, been i like it I, I like being under house arrest you know <laughs> I feel like it's so you, you go through. Go yeah, it makes life so much easier. It makes life so much easier, you know. It's like being in jail. It's just like jail. You wake up, you go, okay, what's today? Uh, wh who cares? What does it matter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't are you matter. just? Are you counting the days gone by by hanging guitars on the wall? Because I like all the different. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. no, they're actually they're actually all for sale. <laughs> oh, are they really? <laughs> yeah, oh, everything I, I everything I own is for sale. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> you give me you give me the right yours. You know, holy uh, shit, man! All right, we'll turn I, this whole show into an auction. Let's do it. I'm not attached to anything, man. I'm telling you. Oh, that, that's a great feeling. So then the pandemic yeah. just suits you, right? Like, I feel like you, you were probably one of the, I fell into it kind of naturally too. Well, the, the pandemic, uh, was, was, well, by the way, you know, I did a movie about, with Nick Cage uh, about a pandemic. Yes. Months, months before the, the actual pandemic hit. And right. then, and then the pandemic hit a year ago on Passover. Come on, <laughs> you know it's like God's trying to tell us something. Okay, yeah. Passover pandemic, the connection. <laughs> and, and I talked to my, I talked to my Jewish friends. Not a clue to them. <laughs> no, no, seriously, to them, Passover is a holiday. You eat, you eat whatever shmada bread or whatever, and. and, and <laughs> That is the correct pronunciation. And, and, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and then they said, oh, you know, did you get your shot? Yeah. Passover. Don't you get it? See, <laughs> the, the angel of death. And if you got the right mark on your on your door, the angel of death keeps going. <laughs> and here well, we are a year later. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what the is that what did you is that the whole premise of the movie you did with Nick Cage? Because I feel like I missed almost, out on a lot. Almost, <laughs> almost. No, the the premise I did with Nick Cage was a, a remake of a horror movie, and and what happens? A meteorite comes from outer space, loaded mm -hmm. with this virus. Boom! It hits, and then it takes out Nick's family. You know, and his his livestock. He's got uh, they got the, some kind of. Uh, hang, uh, animal, uh, sheep, or some some kind of 
yak or llamas, llamas, yeah, llamas or something. And, oh, alpacas, the ones that alpacas. are hypoallergenic. Alpacas, yeah. And, and, yes. and, I, I just I, I didn't see the movie. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have I, to because you wound up living it. No, I can't. I can't take horror movies. Oh, really? Know? Even if you're in them? No, no, no. Especially if I'm in them. You know? <laughs> wow. No, I watch. I, you know, of course, like every other actress, I watch my performance. You know. <laughs> 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 oh, that was, that was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I like with me, you know, because uh, now, because uh, my age, I, I, I do the Marlon Brando technique of acting. You know, mm. do you know what that is? No, um, what is that? You get a microphone stuck in your ear, and uh, <laughs> people feed oh. feed lines off stay off camera to you. You know, and so Brando did it uh, with with movies. Nicholson started doing it. And yep, I, I'm doing it for sure. That's a that's incredible. Uh, you I heard. Yeah, don't don't have to remember shit. You yeah, sit there and, and and you're acting because you have to you know ponder and you have to think and look like you're really and what you're doing you're trying to think. Okay, what what did what did they just say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, and then you act, you know, and then you deliver your lines like you just thought of them. Or or you just heard Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody accidentally like ordering lunch in your ear while you're trying to do a scene and you're just like, yes, two large yeah. fries? <laughs> Is that not, I'm the not line? No, no, seriously, I'm not that great. <laughs> That's awesome, that dude. Quick. No, so wait, you were talking about the house arrest thing. Where you you just had a run in with uh, uh, getting arrested for some paraphernalia or something, right? Well, that was uh, 03, but you know, it feels like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, no, I went to jail, man. <laughs> you know, they promised me house arrest. You know? <laughs> and uh, and I, you know, I was kind of smiling at that. Yeah, okay. Because it was, yeah. see, I, I was innocent. That's that's the weirdest thing when you go when you go to court when you you're innocent, like mm -hmm. everybody knew I was innocent. The judge, knew, right. everybody knew, but I made an agreement. I signed an agreement, and mm -hmm. but I got it. I lied. So when I, when I got up on on the when I got the stand, they started asking me these questions, and and when they got to the part where they said you're the sole owner of a and, and I said no. <laughs> and, and, and it just it stopped everything everything just stop and then the, the judge says uh, uh can i talk to you talk to the prosecutor can 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 we have a little sidebar here uh and, and, and my, my lawyer whispered in my ear you gotta say yes <laughs> <laughs> That's the agreement. But, oh, but, fuck. You know, I, I took an oath, and, I, and so I'm telling the truth, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I've been in so the, I've been crazy. in the, yeah. I was in a, I was in a weird situation uh, where I went, you know, like I had a bunch of bogus traffic, like tickets or whatever. I got, I got pulled over for speeding or whatever it was, but they, they gave me like two um, different tickets because they didn't want to give me the full speeding ticket. Right. So yeah. I had to go to the prosecutor and get one waived. I'm not even kidding. I go into the prosecutor's office. He's like, all right, we're just going to get rid of this one and tell them 
uh, that you, you know, you ran a stop sign for this one. I go, okay, great. I go out to talk to the judge and I'm like, yeah, I, blah, blah, blah. And I ran a stop sign and she's looking at the ticket. And then she looks at the officer on the bench next to her and she goes, is there a stop sign between those two roads over there? And she goes, no. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? So now it looks like I'm fucking locked, but it says it on the t- on the ticket. So then I, I just stood there and she goes, well, what, what actually happened? And I go, I don't know, man. I guess the two officers wrote the ticket for that. I don't, you're cops. I don't know. You tell me what fucking happened. And then I just started literally telling the truth. And the prosecutor's like, you know, he's in the other room. So I'm pointing to a a door that for all anybody else knows, there's nobody in there. And I'm just like, well, he said, and she's like, no, 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 he's not here. You're here. I'm like, but if you open that fucking door, (laughs) like he's right on the other side. So it was just the weirdest shit, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that, that, that's what happened, uh, you know, with me. Uh, it's, And so when I, you know, I never took the the case serious because yeah. I, I was not guilty. And not only mm. that, but they're bombs, you know. Yeah, they're not, they're not dangerous. They're not guns. They're not yeah. right uh, drugs. They're glass pipes. And so I figured, you know, what they're talking about jail time for. What's going mm-hmm. on? And then, and then when they sent me, which was, by the way, nine eleven. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Nine eleven. Uh, and 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 then they put the the trial, uh, you know, the sentencing part in a in a large courtroom because they were expecting a, a big demonstration, you know. Right. <laughs> One guy showed up with a sign <laughs> saying, "Free marijuana." <laughs> no. <laughs> was he free marijuana, or was he trying to make a? I know, but one guy, one and, guy, and, and he never even made it into the courtroom with the sign. So, so oh. we got an empty courtroom, and 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 me, and yeah, and and uh, and so you know, my lawyer did his thing, and the you know they did their thing and then and then the judge says well i really want to hear from mr chong and and the <laughs> and the judge's name is schwartz by the way schwab 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 and so uh, i get up there and i had written out a few things because the night before i thought oh man i i could be going to jail this is serious <laughs> And so, so I wrote a big confession. Yeah, yeah, I, I did it. I'm sorry, you know. And I showed it to yeah. her. My lawyer said, "No, no, no." no. <laughs> he took it, bundled it up, threw it in the garbage. No, that's not. That. Yeah, you don't say that. And so, <laughs> so when he wanted, did, did I have anything to say? And so I, I, I went up there and I told him, you know, I said, you know, I'm very sorry for. Uh, what am I committed? And uh, and uh, but I, I I think I should you know be allowed to uh, you know stay out uh, you know out of jail and, and because I've been <laughs> I've been teaching kids it's true to, uh, uh, salsa you know oh. 
That's, That's fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. I looked up when I said, I've been teaching kids salsa. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge kind of, he gave me that. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't think he let me finish talking, telling the whole thing because I was, you know. I, right. Because here, 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 here's my, my thought. I, it, it wasn't salsa that I was really referring to. I was referring to tango. Now, tango oh. is a phenomenal dance. It's mm -hmm. phenomenal. It's for old guys that can't get a heart on, you know. <laughs> it, 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 it is. What a great way to sell it. It, it really is. It really is. Mm. Because what it is, it, it's a dance of seduction. Now, now, the only trick is you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just can't get up there and start humping a chick. You know, you got you got, <laughs> you got to know the steps and everything. And and but one of the rules of, of tango is that it's so polite. The sit by themselves on one side of the dance floor, and the guys they don't sit. The guys prowl. They they walk around. Okay. And and in between numbers or before the the music starts, the guys will walk over to the girls, and and they'll make eye contact with whoever they want to dance with. Now, if the girl wants to dance with the guy, she will re respond. She will say yes with her eyes. She'll say he'll he'll invite her with her eyes, his eyes, and she'll look and nod, and then she'll. Put or whatever, and get up and, and go dance one dance with the guy. And then after the dance, he leads her back to the table, or if they're going to do it again, they, they dance again. Now, in between songs, you can talk, but the minute the music starts, there's no talking, there's just dancing. So right. it's not a social thing, it's, it's, a, it's a physical dance where you kind of play with your feet. You know, it, it, the dance yeah. came from Africa, it, it, and it was a it was kind of like a, 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 a get together for the young kids and the girls. Uh -huh. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and 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 that's that was like a mix mixer. You know, and and so so that that politeness really got me. And so I was teaching kids salsa because I didn't know how to dance tango, let alone teach it. <clears throat> and so I was I I, I was teaching these. Uh, these uh, beyond the bell that's an organization that helps helps kids poor kids especially wow. that don't have anywhere to go after the school and right. so they they hang out at school and <laughs> then you give them extra curricular it's like like salsa like i was teaching them salsa but i taught them the tango way where i'd have the girls on one side and the guys on the other side and so mm -hmm. when the guys wanted to dance before the music guys go over and make eye contact or you know they would with with kids they, they kind of okay I'm, I'm going to come and get you i'll be here you know that kind of thing right so, so i taught the kids that you know beyond the bell and, and the kids that i taught they loved it and that was years ago and then i had a some feedback, you know, where where uh, girls and uh, you know guys said, you know, I learned how to dance salsa with you, and and now wow. I go out every every week, you know, it's it changed it changes everybody's life because because wow. salsa especially salsa salsa clubs you'll see <clears throat> kind of like uh, recently divorced ladies women, mm -hmm. you know. Uh. 
they're there uh wearing little short <laughs> little short skirts looking foxy as can be you know uh-huh. and, and, and it's the only it's the only time they get a chance to dance with their gardener you know or or with, <laughs> or, or, or with the, the pool man uh, because uh, it's the chicanos that know how to dance very few white guys very few. yeah but but a few there i'm one of the few white guys and a, and a few black guys, you know, that, that know, they know that because it's a club. Once you get in mm-hmm. that club, man, oh, you, you're never bored. You've got something to do. And you've got that, that contact between, you know, uh, male and female, you know, which, uh, uh, you know, a lot of divorced people don't have. And so. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but what I've done, what I've done, you know, I, I, I'm too too old to dance salsa anymore you know it's it's a young man's dance but tango is is the answer for old guys because mm. you just have to really you have to learn how to walk <laughs> walk keep your balance and stand straight that's your wow. whole thing and, and so you're upright and, and, yeah. and then and then you have to and what you do the guys lead the girls you know with, with their with their their little touch here and there and mm-hmm. yeah but it is so hard it's not the it's the hardest thing i've done i've been hey, listen seriously i've been dealing with this well over 20 years wow wow 20, 20 years and i'm just getting to the point now where i can dance with my wife do you believe that? Wow, 20 years before you have it down to the point where you can dance with it. With, with my wife, oh, because, man. see, women, uh, you know, like 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 a racehorse. You know? mm-hmm. Once they get a good jockey, then they can win the race, you know, because the, the jockey knows where to touch and, and, yeah. and how, to, how to communicate. Well, with, with women, they need, uh, like, a really good uh, tango dancer. Guys. Mm-hmm. If you yep. if you're a man, I tell I told my sons this all the time. <laughs> they don't listen, but I, I <laughs> I'm listening. Listen, I'm taking notes. Listen, you want to be the most popular guy, no matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you the truth, man. You because in order to be a, like a good tango, a good dancer, you have to be able to first of all to dance. Second of mm-hmm. all, you got to look sharp. You got to be right, yeah. clean, to the home, you know, the suit, the the whatever it is. Even even if it's blue jeans, it, it ha- they have to be. You have to know how to dance. If you don't know how to dance, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but if but if you if you're a dancer, now yeah. you now you look like a movie actor. Remember, right. you know, Robert Duvall. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's in a little. I, I got a. On YouTube, the Tango or whole Tango section. Uh, so check oh. it out, man. There's I will. A movie. There's a short movie uh, that Rob Dalton and he's a Tangero, but it's called Tango oh. Assassin. Tango is he's a he's a hitman. And, okay. And, come, and I, I I think it's in Spanish. I I just watched without the sound. <laughs> but Robert. De- Duvall, you know how he looks. You know, he, he's yeah. Yeah. that Robert Duvall look. You know, that, that white yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Could break uh, your legs. That, that yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. 
as the tango dancer. He grew his hair long. He's got it in a ponytail. He's got a beard. Man, wow. he is a high, very handsome guy as a tangero. And wow. he can dance tango. There's no doubt about it. He's a good dancer. But I feel but like the that, way you've been describing tango and how you know uh, romantic it is and how sexualizing it is, I feel like it explains so much about why we only learned to square dance when I was in high school. Because if true. tango is like the dance of love, square dancing is the dance of abstinence. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'm like, why did we not learn this? And I'm like, oh my god, I totally understand now. Oh yeah. Um, well, you, so even, when you started even, out. Even the dress, even the, the way you dress, square dancing, that's honestly close in the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can get any less. Oh, it's horrible. Ugh, it's terrible. Well, you started out as a musician, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you learn? So <clears throat> so was that uh, instrumental, no pun intended, and you're, like, dancing and stuff like that? Like, you came and you started out as a musician, and then you, uh, you did that for a while, and then... I know there's a story about you, uh, Barry Gordy, kind of buying, I guess, letting you out of your contract or you wanted to be let out of it. Oh, yeah. Like, is yeah. that? No, I got fired. <laughs> you actually yeah. got, oh, I, I thought he didn't fire you. And then he, and then you told him you weren't going to be fired, but you wanted to be let go. No, no. What happened? Uh, I, what happened? I had a hit record. I wrote a, a song called Didn't Know About Me. And mm -hmm. we had this hot R&B singer, Bobby Taylor, who is now passed away. Oh, there you are in the yellow yeah, sweater. Yeah, yeah, there we are. And Bobby's the, with the dark glasses. Uh, he was this okay. phenomenal soul singer. And so mm -hmm. we got signed with Motown. Motown saw us and signed us. But then, as as they do, you know, wasn't Barry Gordy, but uh, producers in that in Motown. They took Bobby and they separated Bobby from the herd you know they took him out of the herd wow. and and they left us to be backing up other bands we're like the musician you know okay and uh and it happened i was we we're backing up uh, chris clark and oh wow and and in the meantime i got uh in our group we all got deported self-deportation it's called you know, they, wow. they found that we were working without papers in uh, in the States. And so they the immigration come and said, you have to get here. You have to live in Windsor, you know, across the river. And so, right. and so then I, I right away, I, I said, well, I can get a green card, you know. And Motown didn't know really what a green card was. Their lawyers did. And, and so the lawyers fixed it up for me to get a green card. Mm -hmm. But the problem was it was I had to do the interview right when we're in the middle of a gig with Chris Clark at uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And uh, so I, I, told, oh, wow. so I told the I told the road manager, see, I, I was always used to being the boss, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. you know it, was, it was my club. It was my band. You know, I wasn't the band leader per se. I, it, right. I organized it. You know, it was all mine. All you know, I hired Bobby and, and all that. And so, right. so, so when I had green card you know I, I didn't think twice about it i just told the, the guy that would usually be working for me mm -hmm. he's a road manager and i told him i said i got to do the meeting and uh, and so i you know now and, and i took this player with me wes because i wanted to get he was canadian too i wanted to get him a green card too so if we working in the states would be legal and so, so I took us, and uh, and then I got a message from Motown saying, uh, you know, <laughs> the message was uh, there was a ticket to go home. Uh, 
own, but none for me. (laughs) 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 And and, and so I kind of got the hint, you know, I said, oh, oh. Uh, because the, oh, the road manager Johnny Bristol, uh, he, mm. he told me he says if you leave, uh, then don't bother coming back. You're, you'll you'll be fired. And wow. I, I, you know, it's like an underling telling the boss you're yeah. you're fired. You know, so I, I didn't even respond to it. I just give him a look. <laughs> right? You know, and so, so but I had to go back. You know, I, I couldn't stay in Detroit because I had a wife, but then girlfriend in a motel <laughs> with our with our baby. Wow! <laughs> waiting for me to come back. Good lord! Got my green card, <laughs> and so oh. I really couldn't tell. Oh man, I had so much. Fun wow, with my baby! <laughs> One time, <laughs> we're going on the road. <laughs> Of course, my my girlfriend, not wife, mm-hmm. and the baby, they came with me. They're, yeah. They're, they're part of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So same woman? So, so yeah. So very good. Uh, whose baby is this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and everybody in the band was, except for the, a couple of Canadians, but everybody's black and white baby. So, so. Yeah. It wasn't hard to figure out whose baby was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and no one's answering him. Like, <laughs> and now they think about it. <laughs> we just looked out the window, you know, looked around. <laughs> but anyway, so, so I go back to the gig with Wes, and, and it was weird because. I, I I could feel it, you know. And so yeah. So so I go to the bandstand. West is on the stage and plugs in his bass. He's good to go. Mm-hmm. Go there and and uh, and they tell me Johnny, the road manager, you're fired. I told you you're fired. You're fired. So take your wow. shit and get out there. Wow. <laughs> so, so I looked around at the band and they all <laughs> give me that. Uh, I don't know this guy. <laughs> <They> all went <laughs> away. And these are the guys. I, personally picked to be in the band you know it's a big yeah. deal motown yeah. was a big deal and they mm-hmm. just threw me well i thank god they did you know because yeah you know, i would quit <laughs> but but anyway then barry gordy found out of it. so anyway I, I take my my amp my guitar and i and i go back to the motel and and my my now my tell me she goes oh you're home early i said, <laughs> I, 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 said I got fired and she goes, oh, that's good. Come into bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and nice. I, I looked at her, and she goes, yeah, that band sucked. So, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that was the moment. That was the moment I realized, you know, I, this is, I'm going to be with this woman the rest of my life. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the moment. Because she was Somebody that her. understanding, absolutely. She was half asleep. And then... And then now we're in Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. I got I got wife and two kids in, in one apartment, and which I would usually go there, and mm-hmm. and, a and 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 a, and a baby, and and so we go to a movie, uh, a midnight movie, <laughs> it cost like fifty cents. Saw a movie called I I, I Love Hopeless, and it's about Peter Sellers and yeah yeah and the hippies in the in the in the uh, Venice Beach, and yeah, it's I, a great I, movie. I said, I said, and we're 
snowing and sleet and in, in California, sunshine and beach. I, I said, what do we, let, let's go to California. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, fired. I don't have a job. I got no reason to stay. Right. So, so Barry Gordy calls me the next day and he said, there's been a mistake, Tom. Of course, you're not fired. And and that's when I told Barry, I said, I think I'm going to stay fired. I said, <laughs> I, I, I told him, I, said, I, I want to become a Barry Gordy. I don't want to work for one. And, wow. I love that. And, yeah. and Barry, Barry Gordy says, uh, I, I, no, I can respect that. So he gave me, he gave me a nice average pay, you know, enough to get me started in California and to become exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to become a writer. And uh, eventually wow. I did. Eventually uh, I, I kept, you know, then I, then I met Cheech and all that. So, so it all worked wow. out really well. Yeah. That's incredible, wow. man. I, that really is. That's an incredible story. And you went out to L.A. and then met Cheech, and then you started doing road gigs and stand-up and stuff? <clears throat> oh, no. No, no, no. It wasn't that easy. I wish it was. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, went out, I went out to L.A. And the first thing I got was a note from my brother saying, uh, uh, you got to come back to Vancouver because we're not, you know, but the clubs need you, you know. Uh, right. Especially if you don't have a gig. You know, we need you back at back home we had two nightclubs then and wow. so i so i went home with my girlfriend uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and because then i she was more like my wife you know we had, yeah you know she was like i said she she said come to bed so she yeah. uh so i went back and then i i never had a gig you know, I, I wasn't playing. I never had a band. I had two nightclubs, but the, both of them are, you know, had, were had the music and that. No, one of the clubs was a strip club, and so I started working at the strip club as as a, working the light, the lights. You know. Oh wow! Uh, and I was a light man, and, and when I noticed that that the the strippers would come in, they looked really young and beautiful when they'd come in their street clothes. But mm -hmm. when they put on their all their the crap, they look like boogers. You know, they look like yeah. uh, strippers, yeah. right. <laughs> nasty old strippers. So I, uh, <laughs> so I thought, you know, I, I, I had seen the committee, and you know, I saw all these improv groups and that, and and and, and that was what that was really what I was interested in. And so I said, why don't we start, you know, using the girls started an improvisational acting group because we had a, wow. a a guy named taps a black guy that would tap down he was the mc and then nice. we had a genie was singer, and there was a three-piece band but uh, we would hide the behind a curtain and then i'd have the girls do skits instead of uh, stripping they got on went on stage and the and the first this uh, uh bit they did was called the pajama party <laughs> uh, and, and and the girls would come over to the stage, which was sort of like a, a room, you know, or someone's apartment, mm -hmm. and and they would come in and they would change from their street clothes into their pajamas, and that mm -hmm. alone was worth the price of admission. See yeah. that, you know, when you yeah. see a girl take off a boa or some kind of costume, it's nothing. But when you right. see a girl undo her blouse. And, you know, and shirt and yeah, put on. Oh, it's too sexy. So, so, yeah. and then I had taps, 
come over as as one of the you know they were having a party after the gig and, mm-hmm. and so so the girl said oh tap why why do they call you taps you know and oh i'm a tap dancer oh well show us what you can do and so right. they, they had a little bit you know taps get out there and he, he does his bit and he's so good yeah. that that he gets an encore the audience loves him you know first of all they're wow. star for some kind of and as soon, yeah. <laughs> as soon as taps, as soon as taps is on, and the audience wakes up, oh, yeah, all right, and and they give them an encore. They want to see more. And right. So taps quit that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said, "Man, I, you know, I'm too old to be doing this shit, man. Come on." <laughs> <laughs> the reason the reason he became an MC was that he was too old to be tap dancing. You know? <laughs> so, Amazing. So, ta- so taps quit, and so then I had this real funny doorman. Uh, you know, real. You look at him and you laugh because he had that face, you know, English. Yeah. Uh, and his name was Dave. So I said, "Hey, Dave, I need an MC. Do you want the job?" And Dave says, "I'll do it if you do it." And it was like, "Oh." Okay. Oh, nice. And so next thing you know, I'm on the stage with Dave, and and we had a partners like like Cheech and I, and then we hired wow. Cheech. We hired Cheech later as a straight man, and then uh, and then the and then we 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 changed the crowd from uh, strippers from uh, like a handful of bikers that would throw money at everybody mm-hmm. to to a theater crowd that would count their change, you know. And, wow. and sip, sip a of wine, but yet <laughs> take up take up all the seats, you know. Yeah. And so, and so my brother fired us. He said, you know, <sighs> we we got to go back to the strippers. And so then Cheech, you know, because Cheech and I were the only ones that really loved doing what we were doing, you know. Dave right. and all Dave and all the rest, you know, they couldn't care less. But but Cheech, you know, he'd always wanted to be in show business. And now this was his chance. And so, yeah. so Cheech, Cheech and I stayed together. And we formed a band first, you know, because I'm a musician, you know, and right. he was a, he's a singer. And we yeah. a band, but we, 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 we decided to do a little comedy. <laughs> and that comedy went for 45 minutes. <laughs> wow. And wow. We, never, we never played a note. And that was the, beginning, that was the birth of Cheech and Chong. That's incredible, dude. And then, so how long did you guys stay on the road before you started doing movies? Was it was it like a was it like a long time doing the clubs and stuff before you transitioned? Or oh yeah, seven years at least. Wow. At least. Let's see. We started. In, we start, We did our Dave's not here recording in seventy uh, one. Right. And we, and we got the movie in seventy eight. Yeah, wow. So, so it was uh, it was a good seven seven years, and that was like you know. The first time we went out after we did, which was a first, it was a personal. <laughs> we <laughs> taped we taped the first bit we ever even attempted, on a right. little tape recorder, because that was part of the deal with Lou Adler. He said, "What do you need?" I said, uh, "A couple of thousand dollars and a and a tape recorder." Right, and, and we we taped. We, we rehearsed Dave's Not Here. And the way we rehearsed, like we did like an improv club, you know. She right. put on his outfit, his costume, and went outside. And the door locked outside and was in the in this hot, the hot area. The sun was, it was the middle of summer or 
in September, I guess. The sun was beating mm-hmm. down. It was about 100 feet outside. And I'm in a nice air-conditioned uh, studio. And so when Cheech knocked on the door, I, I wasn't sure if the tape recorder was working. So I didn't answer it right away. And when, <laughs> when he knocked and I, and I, I looked, you know, because you got distracted then. And yeah. So then I, I was staring at the tape recorder, and then he knocked again, and I saw the knee jump, and so I said, "Oh, it's working." So so I said, "Who is it?" Now I was supposed to open the door and let him in when he knocked, but it mm-hmm. did. I wanted to te- test test the mic, so I said, "Who is it?" And <laughs> and it took Cheech a little bit by surprise because right. he was expecting me to open the door, and he goes. So he, so he paused. And he goes, "It's me, man. I got to stop. Let me in." <laughs> and so then I paused. Then, then right. I was looking at, the, I was trying to look at the, if the tape thing was working right. And so I, I looked at the tape recorder, and it wasn't moving. So, so he knocked again, and boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. I saw the needle move. I said, so I said, and now by now I, I could hear the, his his. Uh, his discomfort in his voice. <laughs> and so I said, who is it? <laughs> and that dumb stoner voice. And that teach teach. Now he, now he's in the character. He goes, It's 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 me, man. Come on, man. I got the stuff. Come on. Open, open it up. I think the cops saw me. <laughs> I'm laughing inside, man. I'm laughing. Uh, there is no way I'm going to open that door. <laughs> and I, and Holy I, shit. In my mind, I said, I'm going to keep this guy out there as long as I can. Because, oh, man. <laughs> I was dying inside. And when he knocked again, and I said, Who is it? Oh, my God. Now he goes, It's Dave, man. <laughs> only name you think of Dave. And then I said, Dave, and you could hear his voice. He goes, Yeah, 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 Dave. <laughs> and when I, said, when I said Dave's not here, he blew it. He actually blew it. We uh, couldn't use that recording because he, well, what are you doing, man? And then he broke character and he said, so It's hot out here, man. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you, know, you know how to this day, Whenever I tell that story, because it's such a beautiful story, mm-hmm. Cheech, first of all, doesn't want to hear that story anymore. <laughs> <laughs> done with it, and and I have to tell, and I have to embellish and everything else. The college guy is here. He needs the keys. I'm I'm doing a podcast. Okay, and the keys are in my in my jacket pocket. Hi. Okay, Hi. Hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, take your time. Take your yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very important. I got to get the car. Yeah, sure. Machine. No problem at all. <laughs> my, my, uh, my car is being washed. And I, you know, oh, nice. I can't take any time out to do my goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, dude. All it's right. terrible. I feel like this is a nice tour, though. This is. We get to see the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole estate. You have lovely ceilings. Oh yeah! Oh 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 yeah! Okay yeah. okay. So. One of our viewers asked, "How old were you when you started smoking?" Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen years old. 
I, I remember every moment of it, man, because I was in a jazz club, and I, I, I can't play jazz, but you know that was another thing. And you said, uh, you know, I'm a musician. I'm mm-hmm. a kind of guy that can do things, and people will hire you to do things, but right. it's not really what I do. You know, <laughs> I hear you. I know what you yeah. mean. That, that that's what was with me with me. You, you know? just described every comedian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because because for for years when when I played guitar, uh, I, I um, was never my own guitar. I I could afford a good guitar, wow. and so when they would hire me, they would say, oh yeah, uh, you can play my guitar. <laughs> and I because I was the kind of guy, you know, like a like plumber, you know, I can do things, but I don't necessarily like doing them. And, yeah, and yeah. like like I, like I love uh, uh, like I I, lo- I love music, but I'm not really a, a musician per se. You know, gotcha. I'm not I'm, I'm not you know you know I never had that I I had that on the on the job training, right? Which, which was more like uh, a, a fiddle player found out that I could play guitar. He lived up from me in the country mm-hmm. and so, so then uh, you know you have the party at my house and i'd play guitar back him up and i was good enough that uh, he he kept me he, he taught me how he taught me wow. and, and uh, i was eight eight nine years old <laughs> and they used to give me a they used to give me a beer hey give the kid a beer it's <laughs> 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 canadian beer man that, that, that uh. shit will make you an alcoholic overnight you know so i i, I never drank oh, i never drank anything but i i can do a lot of things but i'm not none of them Mm-hmm. I'm not a movie director, really. I, I've directed movies. You know, I, I'm right. not really an actor. You know, I, I can act. There's a lot of. I don't know what I am, really. You know. I know what you mean. You just, well, but you have, I, you have I, a tool. You have a tool belt, and you've got a lot of things that you're kind of good at, but you keep it all, you know, on that belt, man. You pull it out when you need to. I wish, you know, but it's not really my belt. I borrowed it. <laughs> I'm serious. I love that. Yeah, that, 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 you know, that's what's great. Is. You know, same as writing, you know. Yeah. Like, I was in, uh, after I got out of jail, I was in Aspen. We're doing the comedy thing, you know. There's yeah. And we'll together. Oh, that's, I got to tell you that one. <laughs> Please. That was another thing. Cheech, Cheech had been an actor. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all during the time I was in jail, and that, you know, and right. before that, you know, and Don Johnson, he was, a, you know, a cop. <laughs> right. And so now they want to honor us in Aspen. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, that's the way to get their free, their free performance. You know, we're going to honor you. <laughs> we want to honor you. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna feed. You're gonna go on. And, you know, everybody else has gone on, right? And, and we want you to do most of your act, but we're gonna honor right. you. We're not gonna pay you, <laughs> but we're gonna honor you. Yeah. <laughs> and off this thing, they did that to me at Skirball. There's a Jewish uh, a little place in in LA here called Skirball. The Skirball mm-hmm. Center. And they're going to honor me. Honor Tommy Jones. <laughs> what I do when they honor me, I go into my I go into my spiritual rap. Oh, that's enough to drive a fucking club owner up the wall, man. 
<laughs> because it's not a setup. You're really giving some spiritual advice that club owners don't ever want to hear from anybody, especially mm -hmm. people. But when they honor me at, at the screwball, man, I went on such a rant that my wife, Shelby, <laughs> was standing up giving me the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She's sitting there, she's down there going, okay. <laughs> um, Amazing. Yeah. But I had I had I had one old Jewish guy come up to me to the show. He says, uh, is that that talk you give? Is that on tape somewhere? Is it can I buy that? <laughs> I, I got him. <laughs> but yeah. Amazing. No, there's is, a lot of a lot of things I can can do, you know, but mm -hmm. but more than anything, you know, the fiddle player taught me. Wow. He taught me things. He said, "Keep it simple," mm -hmm. and then he says, "Give people what they want." That was yeah. it. That was yeah. It. Good advice. Have you, do you still talk to that guy? Oh, he he died long time. Oh, okay. Well, then no, yeah. I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh no! Uh, I I knew him when, like I said, eight nine. When you were younger, eight wow. nine. Yeah, I was a kid. He was. He's one of those guys could do everything. Build his own house. Yeah. He built his own house. Yeah, that's how I met him. I I roller skate on on the on the the first floor, you know, before they put the wall in there. And then right. I, I I was kind of a babysitter too. You know, I was a kid. You know, when I grew up, I never owned anything. You know, I, I never yeah. owned anything. Like, I never had a new bike in my life. Right. That must I be why, know. like you said earlier, you have no attachment to anything. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's freeing in a way. And the only guitar I got is, is the guitar that my mother, when she was pregnant with me, or it was like a cheap uh, Sears guitar, and had a little hula girl on it. Wow. And, and, and that's, a, that's a guitar I played at all the parties. And the guitar, uh, you know. One of uh, our viewers, one of our viewers, uh, James Oaks, asked, "What is your spiritual practice?" My my, my spiritual what? Want, wanted to know what your spiritual practice was. Ah, uh, it's metaphysics uh, more than any. The, the, this is the guy that that I've been Emmett Fox. Emmett, Emmett Fox. Wow. If, if, if you're aware of him, man, I mean, he, he's he's Jewish, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, and he's uh, like a he's got a degrees up the yin yang for the, theology, but he he's the only guy. Well, there's another guy, uh, Joel Goldsmith, that that I also got turned on to. Oh, I tell you, uh, let me tell you about Joel Goldsmith, man. Please, freaky. I'm in New York. <laughs> I'm in New York, but. You know, I all my life I've been kind of looking. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you grow up poor, like I, like I did, you know you're poor. You right. just know you just know what you got and what you don't have. Yeah, and and you got no memories of anything. So, you know that that that's what what you have is what you have. And, yeah. and uh, so, so the only thing we have, the only thing poor people have. And that, that goes back to the black. Uh, uh, the only thing we had, they, they were allowed to do was mm -hmm. worship. 
worship right. it's church church was everything church was your your entertainment church was your nightclub church was your your sanctuary church was everything your entertainment and mm. and that was with me it wasn't a black church but it was a church in a poor area and so it went to Sunday school which i did and i loved it i love sunday school i love mm. the stories especially when they they, they taught you, you know god is everywhere and I remember yeah. walking outside, going across the field, and, and 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 I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, God's everywhere. Where are you, God?" You know, kind of looking, looking <laughs> around. I'd go yeah. jump up and say, "Hey, I'm God. How are you?" And <laughs> and 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 so when I said, "Where are you, God?" Literally, something put my head under. You know, my head went up, and I looked up at the, wow. at the heavens. And at in in Canada at night, the Milky Way is so low you can touch it. Wow. You know, there you could see the the glories the glories of heaven uh, mm-hmm. up there, and, uh, and and it didn't resonate with me for years later. But the other thing we went to Bible camp. That was a trip, man. <laughs> I did not know till late till just lately, a few years ago, that I'm part native. Part oh wow! In, yeah, I'm eight percent. That meant oh, my, my mother was quarter, and wow. her mother was half, and her mother was born on a, a native reservation in uh, on the coast uh, of uh, Manitoba and Saskatchewan, northern Saskatchewan. Wow. How did you find so, out? Uh, well, my mother would tell me these these stories about my mother being born on a reservation and all that. And then okay. we, did the, we did the DNA. And the oh, DNA, the 23 the DNA, and me? Yeah, the DNA uh, showed me that I was my, wow. my, my, my half-black daughter. <laughs> it was the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I found out that, that, that I'm Native. Wow. And, 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 I, and it makes so much sense. You know? But I'm, I'm here on, on a mission. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, I guess it's, it's, I hesitate to say it's not a religion. Right. Because to, to me, religion is, is like, like what people Dog. do in, in the physical world to make a buck. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. great description. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but the spiritual, the, then they start getting turned on to it because there's a there's a thing you know in the Bible it says ask and you shall receive you know? mm-hmm. and so I start asking questions and the the spiritual world started giving me answers like wow. for instance I was again eight nine years old I went to Bible camp mm-hmm. and they, they were out in the field barefoot you know no shirt drawers <laughs> and, that. and the car pulls up and, and those days, the car pulls up it's like wow look at there's a car come here let's go. everybody look at it <laughs> yeah i'm serious I was wow a neighbor that had a team of horses and i used to hang with him because it was a lot of fun you know yeah uh, we we dig out little shallow uh, uh little basement cellars to call but mm-hmm. it, this car pulls up and full of uh, young guys and they, hey, you you guys want to go to Bible camp? Mm-hmm. And of course, right away, <laughs> and so we had to go home, get permission from our parents, you know, from, right. from my mom, and then we went 
and and then that's the the night the first night I ever stayed that I remember in a house with indoor plumbing, you know where wow. they had it inside the the building, and and we slept in a bed and then and then we got up and the next morning we drove on a bus. It took forever to go to this little camp. But they t- the first thing they taught you, you know, you, they divided everything up into little, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, their individual and that, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, of course. Yeah, and so, uh, so the first thing they taught you that night was how to pray. Oh, and wow. so, and so, yeah, so I learned how to pray. And, uh, wow. That's incredible. I gotta. I, we have to start. Uh, we have to start wrapping up soon because there's another show coming. But before we go, I gotta ask you: Who is your Mount Rushmore of weed smokers? A weed smokers? Yeah, like on your Mount Rushmore. Well, you know, his name is Zabel Kazuski. Zabel Kazuski. I'm gonna really. Write yeah. I need to write this down. Yeah, Zabel who's Zabel Kazuski? No, Zabel was a. A bodybuilder. He was Mr. Uh-huh. Natural. <laughs> you know that there was a song called Nature Boy, uh, written by somebody, uh, that Nat King Cole song. Oh, okay. There was a boy, a very strange enchanter. Zabel mm-hmm. was the guy that, that the guy wrote the song about. Oh, my God. Wow. Zabel Kazuski, bodybuilder. You'll see him when you google him mm-hmm. he he was a kind of natural bodybuilder that would win every body part but he'd never win the overall champion because he was uh steroid free he never did steroids he's mr natural wow, wow. and he was a guy he used to parts at his house and he got the before long and mm-hmm. these bodybuilders would load it up with an eighth into the bowl and then they fired up with a torch and right, Zabel and all the bodybuilders would we'd give big tokes until the thing would go down into the bowl and explode. Oh my god! <laughs> and Arnold was there, Arnold, you know, Schwarzenegger, yeah, yeah, Arnold was there, and Frank was there, Dave Draper was there. I was, uh, Frank Zane was there one time. Wow, <laughs> and when it came around to my time, I took a little, little toke. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, it was kind of embarrassing, but Zabel, <laughs> Zabel Kazuski, check him out, man. I he, will. He was in the Second World War. He was part of a wow. commando unit that went behind the Japanese lines. They would drop him off and then pick him up six months later. It was still alive. That oh, was the kind of that was the kind of guy he was. And Zabel, wow. he was on his way home after the war. Yeah, he dropped bomb. And yeah, yeah. then his ship was turned around and and he went back to Tokyo and mm-hmm. he and he was part of the contingent that accepted the Japanese surrender. And so the Japanese uh, officers would hand over their sword. Holy you know, shit. And and Zabel got a big, big chunk of swords, pearl handled, ivory, all these good swords. Wow. <laughs> but he, but he, he took it home. <laughs> He's New Jersey. He took it home. Yeah, and uh, and it stayed in his in his mother's uh, <laughs> in the closet <laughs> or the garage or somewhere. And finally, one day, the the some guy said, "Hey, what do you, you know? She's cleaning out all the shit. What do you want to do yeah. with that?" He said, "I don't know. Take it. It's got it." It was. It was. Oh. 
probably millions of dollars of uh, antique. Uh, oh my God! But Zabel, oh man, check him out. Check. Him I will. Out. He he's 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 my guy. Yeah. Uh, he he was in Nice Dreams. I put him in Nice Dreams. He plays uh, uh, the guy that runs the gym. And, and oh I no did, way! I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 That's I remember, him. I, Weed, he gives me weed. I know we give me t-shirts and stuff. Oh my god! Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's able. That's my Mount, Mount Rushmore. That's my wow. Guy. That's fantastic, dude. Well, ser- seriously, th- if we didn't have another show, man, I'd keep you on forever. I could listen to your stories all day long, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I, I You know what? What it is about about pot? You know, it affects the brain. And it, and it affects my brain. But what you mm. know what it did instead of yeah, yeah you forget you do forget stuff that you don't need to remember. Right, <laughs> <laughs> only the important yeah. stuff, Dave. Yeah, yeah. And and whatever you need to remember, just stop and and, and say, okay, God, help me. Yeah, Boom. it'll come. It'll come to wow. you. Wow, that's awesome, man. Well, thank you so so much for coming on. I, I can't even tell you how much I enjoyed this. This is phenomenal, yeah, dude. It's an honor to meet you, hundred percent. Yeah, and I really yeah, do and, hope we have you back. I think. It's yeah, we be hope you come back on again. Uh, your okay. stories are incredible, dude. Are, are we recording it? <laughs> <laughs> and now, where's the refresh button? <laughs> Dystopia tonight.